Trek Geeks Podcast Network is proud to have Fansets as its presenting sponsor. Fansets is the place for amazing pin collectibles with over 300 officially licensed Star Trek pins and new releases every single month. Stay tuned for a special discount code. Good on your next order at fansets.com just for discovering Trek listeners. Fansets, our pins have character. Hey folks, it's Sarah here with Casey, and this is Discovering Trek Enterprise. Welcome to the First Frontier. We're about to chat about, we're about to chat about, do-do-do-do-do, Enterprise, Episode 5, Unexpected. It aired 20 years ago, so if you haven't watched it, then that's rather unexpected. And why are you here with us? So just go watch it, and then come back. So that's via Paramount Plus, not Minus Plus. Watch it, do it, you'll love it. This one is a classic. And that's it. We hope you enjoyed our non-warning spoiler warning. Before we discuss Unexpected, we always want to hear from our listeners about their thoughts on everything discovering track. So come on. You ask, how can you get in touch with us? What are your thoughts? What are our thoughts? Hmm. How can you get in touch with us, Sarah? <laughs> well, if you're looking to get in touch, there's a bunch of ways you can do that. Of course, you can go to the trekgeeks.com slash contact and find a variety of ways to get us your thoughts. And we want them. And on Twitter and Facebook, all you have to do is search for Discovering Trek. We welcome all of your questions and comments. You can also leave us a voicemail by visiting our website at trekgeeks.com and click on the big blue button. Please remember, though, that any comments you leave us might be used in a future episode of Discovering Trek Enterprise. I hope so. You know, you gotta edit that card. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta fix that. I know. We'll change that up. So every time we're tripping over it, this is not Discovery. This is, what is the show? Discovering Trek Enterprise. And then I'm going to nuke one of those abouts. We're about to talk about about Trek, about about this, and about that. So, you know. I like it. Hey. All right, Sarah. Mm. <laughs> I'm hungry for some baked goods. Yummo, yummo in the tummo. What are your slices of pie amount this week? Out of six slices of pie, this beautiful episode gets five. Wow. Five big juicy berry filled slices mm, nom, 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 nom. oh my goodness okay I thought it was a hilarious ridiculous fun fun to watch interesting to look at episode and that's why i got those points or those cool slices. yeah what about you i gave it just a little less i have four slices but i have four slices with a la mode so it's almost a five for me. Okay. I, I hear you. This was, I found it a, a sweet episode. <laughs> how they have, you know, it was like, they, hey, we're going to do kind of a romance, but it's, it was very gentle. Mm. And I, I thought um, something for this series that was very different <laughs> yeah. for this series where we're not going to hit you over the head with the cast iron frying pan of, this is romance type of a thing. It's like, hey, you got a friendship going on and a, a little bit of flirtation and uh, a new alien species and a 
cool uh-huh. story. So yeah, it's it's a fun episode, quite enjoyable. It was one that I, I mean, how does this not stay in your memory? You know, I hadn't watched the show in forever. Mm-hmm. It's like joking about like, wait till she sees the episode where Trip and I'm like, oh, I remember. Like you can't un- see that. Yeah. So yeah, I was excited to watch it again. It's it's pretty funny. Again, with our theme that we have, are you ready for a rhyming recap? Ladies and gentlemen, brought to you live from the island. (laughs) We're doing it. Sarah. All right. Archer is showering. He's naked and wet. The ship's having issues. How much worse can it get? They drop out a warp and find a small ship who's hiding behind them. Someone called Trip. It takes them three hours to adjust to their air. The food grows on walls. Nothing can compare. Trip gets really tired. He wants to come back, but Archer just orders him to take a quick nap. He checks out the holodeck. It's really quite neat. He sticks his hands in grains. That's hands, not his feet. Trip comes back to Enterprise, hungry and fussy. The bump on his wrist doesn't seem to be pussy. Phlox tells him the news. Trip's expecting a kid. He begs the captain to keep a tight lid. They hunt down the ship to share the big news, but Klingons are there and they have a short fuse. T'Pol doesn't lie. She exaggerates the tale. The baby is moved. Congrats, it's female. The Klingons do warn. Don't seek us or look. Trip's interspecies baby is one for the book. Wow. Look at you. That was fantastic. That was the funnest time I spent doing that. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I was a little concerned when I first read that. I wasn't sure it was pussy. So I was like, okay, good, good to know on the rhyming here of, of you know, we're keeping it PG-13. <laughs> Could have gone. <laughs> gone another way. <laughs> you yeah. are fantastic at this. Oh, I think you. you should do this in every, every aspect of your life. Like the job, <laughs> everywhere. Just the rhyming new Dr. Seuss. the entire time. Why not? Oh my Rhyme time. That was amazing as uh. usual. Thank you very much. Oh, I I thought that that one was a good one to, um, there were so many elements of the story that there were so many words you could play with because there was, yeah, there was just a lot going on with a simple right? story. Yeah. I liked it, it felt, everything in this one kind of felt really new, even oh. though the series is new. It was just like, you know, the interior of that ship. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Boom. Zeralian? Is that right? I think so. Let's go with that. I like it. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question because I think you've seen probably a lot more Trek than I have in general when it comes to all the different series or whatever. But have we ever seen anything like this before with this? Your ship is your home and it's like a, a living organism in a way? I don't think so. I don't recall any other ships with food growing on the wall. It's so cool. Right? I loved everything about that ship. It was, it kind of had a TOS feel with like the, the it colors. Was retro. And very technicolor, like, yeah, out of this world, psychedelic. Yeah, the, sh- the shape of the beams going on there, the the big round silver ducks of things. And I was like, I was like on, yeah, that, that feels like a throwback. Totally. And like if the aliens had been wearing like go-go boots and like pink wigs, I would have been like, this, this fits in with what they're doing. Like, but it would have been a really cool, like, even cause that was TOS in a nutshell. What's our alien look like? Well, they have a blue wig and uh go-go boots and okay. Sounds good. Okay. 
That's a cliche to me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this was, this was, ah, oh, it was. I think that's part of the nice lightheartedness mm-hmm. of the story is all the other little uh, technical aspects mm-hmm. in here, which, you know, I mean, it's a brightly lit set, you know, the great colors and then the different between the colors of the set and the colors of our, our new aliens and then, and their clothing and, uh, and, you know, and the nice cool little under the car roller board engineering thing. I was like, you know, we haven't seen that before. That's <laughs> and like the gelatin cubes is like what they have for water. And I like yeah. that because like one thing I've, I think I've said this before on rewind, but one of the things that I wish Star Trek had done more of is create aliens that are so unlike us because that's one of the things I love about Star Wars is that some of those scenes where they're at parties or they're at bars you look around and you see these creatures that are so different like I'm this one's in a jar and he's singing like in the the Han Solo movie and it's like that's really realistic to what it could be like on some of these planets where they don't rely on oxygen. They don't rely on water or the basic elements. And it's a completely different, you know, fine technology to make them be able to travel. And this was a very, very small version of that with the weird water and the, you know, you need three hours to prepare to be on their ship. I mean, we don't see it often. Yeah. I think that's where, you know, with Trek, it's always been the the TV constraints. Yeah, what's yeah. your what's your moolah? What's your budget? And if you really, if you're going to be an, at that time, you know, early mm-hmm. CGI type of stuff, it's like how long is it going to take to create, you know, these creatures, animate these creatures, comp mm-hmm. them in, all that type of stuff. So it's like, well, okay, you know, mm-hmm. we give them scales or a third eye or ridges, and that's what we run with. Mm-hmm. But oh man, what so, did you? Uh, yeah, well, you go ahead. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I wanted to bring up Archer. Oh, I <laughs> um, He was extremely inappropriate. <laughs> giggling all the time. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Would he have acted that way if it was DePaul that had gone over and come back pregnant? You know what and I mean? You know, with this character, I don't know anymore. He, I don't know if he's flat out sexist or just a jerk. I think he's just and, a jerk right now. And it's just like, really? Um, yeah, I mean, this I mean, is not... They, they played it up for him, too. I mean, part of it was like, why did Trip have the quote-unquote pregnancy shirt when you could barely even... I, I was like, oh, it's just casual day. Yeah. Oh, it's no. It's like, oh, this is supposed to be like a maternity shirt. And it's like, that made no sense to me. It, it it seems like to me, if something like this happened on my ship, I would have that person quarantined in sick bay the entire time because we don't know how his body is going to react. I've seen right. aliens. What if this thing comes popping out of his chest and like right. takes over the ship? I mean, he was violated. Yeah, he was. I mean, at the end of the day, he was. You know, her intention wasn't to do that, but it. I mean, uh, I, that's where I went on this. I go. There seemed to be yeah, a lot of just doing things that you're not sure what the consequences are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when this really interview and, and Tripper talk, talk it and she's, you know, she's like, he's like, Oh, you know, you, you think I'm attractive and stuff like this. It's like, okay, cute little gentle flirty. Harmless. Well, yeah. While you're sitting on a boat in, you know, on an amazing yeah. 
holodeck type of a thing. Um, but yeah, kind of lacks rules for, I, I believe, isn't this is this first contact with these yeah. people? And yeah. I was like, okay, so we don't have any kind of these rules. It's just, we'll go over there. Yeah. So that was a little confusing. But because I, I loved Trip in this whole episode. Absolutely. Loved him. Absolutely. Sweet, just And just like sincere and into it and wanting some of that adventure and wanting to help out and then showing you a little bit of being freaked out. Yeah. It, I think this was a huge leap for the character even more so because I sympathized with him. He was in a way a victim. He was doing his absolute best to mm-hmm. be polite and mm-hmm. helpful and respectful. And when he comes back, the fact that Archer has known him for so long and he's snickering in one moment and then accusing him the next moment, do you, if you didn't trust him to be professional, why did you send him? Yeah. And to Paul is different because she doesn't know him as well and she knows humans to be, she knows the negative side of their impulsive or he can be a flirt or whatever, but man, her jealousy was showing a little bit too. I thought that was, uh, yeah, I liked wasn't that. it? That was That's a nice little, little just a little tickle there of uh, uh, yeah. something. I hear you. I I like when Archer was teasing him. I kind of like in the back of my mind go, okay, buddies who I've known, friends who I've known for a long time, we'll give each other crud, a hard time. Yep. Um, but not not trust them because it's like uh-huh. okay, if we're friends for this long, we've both been there for each other. You know, you know, at some point, some some stuff has gone down that, you know, you, you had to have your friends there. OK, mm-hmm. so the, the the teasing, the ribbing, I totally get. But that then it's just like, hey, if I told you nothing happened and this yeah. is first contact with the species. Yeah. You damn well better believe me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think the teasing would have been better like a week later when everything's done. You know what I mean? Like when you're in the thick of it and you don't know yeah. if this is going to kill you or if this is something yeah. you're going to have to live with, like I, my career is over. Now I have to deal with like that. I mean, that's like a. Well, then I was wondering, was Archer, was Archer trying to lighten the mood thinking mm-hmm. of his friend going, is my friend freaking out? If I freak yeah. out about this as well. Um, and that may be for that part, but then it's like, no, you just got to trust the statement of I didn't do mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And there we go. And I mean, and talking about statements, okay, the Klingons, this was like left field for me. It came out of nowhere that they were in this at the end. It's like, well, huh, what's going to happen here? Yeah. I mean, I think that they acted like how Klingons act. I mean, they don't have a great network of communication about who are we friends with and who are we not. So, I mean, they were pretty, they were acting, I think, pretty expected, just kind of surly and like, you know. Do you think do you think they're incredibly homesick and that's why they were like, yeah, okay, you give us the the holodeck stuff. Yeah. All right, we won't gut you. Otherwise, I felt I found that a little interesting. I don't know, maybe this is a lower class vessel and then just has to make make the best of it, but they haven't been home in forever. So, what what happens there? I I like that the What did you think about uh to Paul? In, in the Klingon scenes. At her exaggeration? 
And yes. she didn't, she was lying, but she wasn't lying, but she was, I liked it. I think that it, it goes to show that where she's been hanging out is kind of rubbing off on her a little bit. And um, I don't have any doubt in my mind that the Vulcans know how to be yeah, okay. uh, sneaky when they need to be. I mean, everyone's got that in them. Just because oh, they've surpre- suppressed their emotions doesn't mean they don't have them mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah. I, there was, I thought there was some nice incremental character growth for T'Pol in this yeah. episode. Certain things that you saw and it's like, huh, okay, hey, nice of the writers to, to do this. Yeah. Well, she's starting to see that the Archer has trust in other people. And I think she wants him to have that in her. And, you know, here's another uh, affirmation that I'm here. I'm with you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the team. And she's not going to say that. But she'll yeah. do these little things that kind of show, like, okay, you know, I got your back. It. Like, let's we're in this together. This isn't me throwing you under the bus. Yeah. So, so now, so far in the series, she's kind of done that three times, three mm-hmm. strong times. So, you know, once is an anomaly, twice maybe, but after the third time, I mean, that's a pattern of how somebody behaves. And she's grown on me. She's to Paul. I'm I'm enjoying that character more and more as these episodes go through, and I'm enjoying Trip uh, a lot. He's my favorite character at this moment because he's just been getting so much good story and so much growth. Yeah, yeah. And that'll change as as the episodes grow. I want to talk about. I have a have a complaint, and and this is this has come up before in other episodes. Technology Star Trek complaint department. Yes, I have okay, a question about it. technology and yes. what are you guys doing with translators here? How did Trip get over to this ship and like he could talk to them and they can talk to him and everyone's talking? Where did that come from? Because I'm assuming that they don't speak English. Well, yeah, I was wondering if standard was uh, spoken on on many a ship. Um, I don't, this seems to be a production oversight of, you know what. <laughs> We've, we've already got him hanging out all by himself for three hours at a pop going over there. Yeah. All right. He's, he's got the uh, garage roller skates underneath the car food. We've got new aliens. Maybe just kind of got uh, a little slip through and they, they were saying, we've got all these other things we're having to deal with. Uh, the writers just forgot. <laughs> Classic. Okay. So then I have a question for you. All right. Like, how how determined were the producers on the show to to go? We're we're gonna we're gonna show a nipple. <laughs> it's gonna be someone's. A it's triple. like we've got the decontamination, you know, orgy mm-hmm. scenes. <laughs> Everybody's in their <laughs> undies and has has to be rubbed down, you know, with that gel. Um, I was like, wow, you all were just trying to make this as yeah uh, they're hopped up hit that soft yeah hit that sophomoric crowd yeah to get it i was just laughing i was like i know it's ridiculous um, okay if that's if that's what you wanted to go for go for it but mm, yeah unnecessary you know what's super interesting what fan sets (laughs) right something that's super interesting fan sets i tell you if, if Discovery Trek listeners, we're going to thank our fans at Fansets for being the exclusive sponsor on Discovering Trek. As you know, they're always working to put out the best products available, continue to surprise us, 
and delight us with new designs, product releases. There are great, great new Trek products out. Go check it out. If you haven't got all the magnetic pins yet for the Deltas, go get them. If you haven't got the minis, go get them. There is just amazing Trek stuff that's coming out each and every week. Plus, there's awesome non-Trek stuff. Harry Potter, DC, and the world of Irwin Allen. So there's tons of pins and accessories for you at fansets.com. So boot up the internet, use your bat computer to navigate to their website, browse, obsess over, then load up your cart and enter the special code word Discovering Trek in all caps, no spaces, at checkout for an amazing 10% off your entire order. And hey, don't forget if you're in the US, you spend more than 30 bucks, you also get free shipping. And right now, Fansets is giving listeners of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network the exclusive opportunity to help select the next pin in their Women of Trek collection. Folks who vote will also be entered in a random drawing to win a Women of Trek Master Set and a full set of the Series 2 pins. So go to trekgeeks.com slash vote and vote. The winner will be selected on April 1st. Fansets. Our pins have character. And we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Excellent. And you know what? If by the time you're hearing this, if it's after April 1st and that has gone through, if you won, let us know. Let us know. Send us something on, you know, the internet, the interwebbles, all of that type of stuff Brag. so we can find out. Brag about it. I want to know who won this. I want photos. This. I want reveal video. I want all of it. <laughs> I want to be now, jealous and excited. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Mm. Do you smell that? <laughs> listen, listen, I smell something and it's good. Actually, it's not me. <laughs> oh, it sounds like something's cooking. Maybe oh. it's that uh, chef special of the day. Ridiculous. We got a blue plate special for you. It's coming down the pipe. Ah, ah. Okay, <laughs> you can pick you it today. off the wall and eat it. <laughs> Oh, oh, so then we're gonna so we're gonna have a rhyming segment and a singing segment. Man, this is just gonna be fun all the time. Listeners are dropping off left, right, and center. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Let's let's talk about our aliens in Hmm. this episode, okay? Sure. First off, the Zrillians and the Klingons, the juxtaposition of these two species. (laughs) Right? Opposites attract. <laughs> one's a little bit country. One's a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> oh, I was going to go. One's a little murdery and one's a little bit, hey, we'll just steal your energy. Yeah, it was. I thought that the end of this episode wouldn't work out the way it did. I thought the Klingons were going to gonna pull a fast one and go, hey, hey, thanks for this. And now we're going to kill you. So... That that was part of what I enjoyed about the episode is as we received an ending I didn't think we were going to get. Mm. So that was kind of cool. Wall food. Mm. I keep coming back to this. And maybe it's because, you know, we're all inside all the time now and such. And I look at the walls and I go, boy, if food just grew on all my walls, the, the snacking would be forever. Yeah. It just wouldn't end. Or we'd be very, very into no more broccoli from now on. Mm-hmm. It's just been up on the walls for two years. Mm-hmm. Great technology, 
amazing to be able to do that. Now, here's here's a question for you, Sarah. Okay, does Zerillion shared the holodeck information with the Klingons? Mm-hmm. Do you think they shared it with uh, Starfleet as well? I think if they didn't, it was stolen from the Klingons at some point. I I don't know. It's it's possible. We didn't see it. I don't know. I, I don't know how. What if we see these aliens again in this series later on? So I don't really know. But I'm thinking that their technology is definitely the prototype for what became the holodeck that we know in later series for sure. I what would do you think? think so because otherwise, haven't yeah, haven't you given the Klingons kind of a technological advantage over everyone? Yeah, you I can mean, use this holodeck for training exercises. Training exercises, exactly. It's funny that when you're talking earlier about a the juxtaposition, I was going to say going back to what you brought up about the juxtaposition between the Klingons and the Zerillians and how different they are. I think the best way to sum up the Klingons is that, you know, when you see those funny videos online of like really like dangerous animals like tigers and lions with like playing with a bucket <laughs> and they're like i'm curious i can sometimes be kind of fun and cute i'm deadly yeah. but if you catch me on the right day i'm a little curious like a cat and i want to know a little bit more and i feel like that's how they came off in this episode and it's not a bad thing that's true it's like okay <laughs> well we'll give them a, a, a volleyball but yeah we're not we're not tossing our kids into the cage yeah Ye- and the ship with all the food growing on it. I also love the fact that they had these huge water tanks with fish eels swimming yes. in it. That, that was part of it, too. That was so cool. It was such a living biosphere. Um, mm-hmm. And I was I was all for it. I want to see more of that. Maybe now, Discovery or something. Do you think that was food source, water source, or a cetacean ops kind of thing? Energy source? Maybe electric eels or something in there? Who knows? Oh. I think it may have been food. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Protein? Oh. Maybe we'll learn more in the future. Maybe um, we will. Um, uh. <laughs> I like it. All in all, it was it was a very cool ship, and it was a very cool episode to have of all the species that they come across be the Klingons. There's something really amusing to me of seeing a big gruff bad guy in a soft pink room, like almost, you know, just that right. contrast of, um, you know, dangerous and docile. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. Oh, look at that sunset. Yeah. Oh, back home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was I cute. They've, they've been out there for a while. It was very nice. Yeah. Uh oh. Do you have any other thoughts on that? You know what? I don't because mm-hmm. I'm 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 hearing some I'm hearing some bouncing around. I'm hearing <laughs> some circusy kind of music. Could it be that we're moving on over to the east side, also the Enterprise Funhouse? The fun house. It's a house that's fun. <laughs> Ooh. What's <laughs> we going on quiz. in these? Oh, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Whoa, 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 what? Hmm. Tell us about the quiz that you sent me. It was a weird one. I think this one stole some information for sure. <laughs> this is why the computers are lagging because we use this quiz. Oh it gives you God. like the most weird questions and it gives you a percentage of like you're most like this character than this character than this character. Mm-hmm. And so I don't remember the questions to be completely honest, but. Oh, I have some of them. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, then why don't you share some of the questions and then we'll reveal who we both got. Okay. So, you know, you get some standard questions like, do you like being alone? Are you in good shape? 
would you go on a mission that could very likely end in you getting beaten up or killed? <laughs> oh, <laughs> then, yeah. then the the quintessential question, if you were trapped in a room full of your crewmates, some members of the opposite sex, would you, and you really, really had to pee, would you? <laughs> I got that one too. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? I was like, nope. Are they asking us here? <laughs> I was like, if I really had to go, everybody turn your backs. I got to do it. Sorry. It's easier for men. Well, that's very true. That's very true. That's why our I women learned to hold it for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so um, what, who, who did you get? My number one was flocks. Then Trip, then Archer, which I don't know how I feel about that. But I can be a little bit of a jerk sometimes, so maybe it's perfectly fitting. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. Very interesting. Well, gosh, I also got Phlox as number one. Look at us. However, though, then after that, I was Mayweather Mm. and then T'Pol. So I have no clue... Some of these questions. Oh, and I also got 38% Portos. Oh, lovely. (laughs) I guess that's, I guess that's the peeing in the room when you don't care. It's like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. you're humans. Don't care. I got to go. This is happening. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's a weird one. I might, I'll try and share that one. If I remember, I'll um, put a bring forward notification to myself. Post that (laughs) one later. All right. So that means we have one last thing. We have Sarah's question corner and I have a question for you. One of the big things that we've talked about in this episode is the ship and how wild and crazy and unique it was to see. So Mr. Casey, if you could design your own ship and have three really cool, unique features to it, what would those three features be? Oh my God. This is, this is a a tough one. Uh, The three features for a ship. Okay. Uh, the, the fastest way to travel, warp, transwarp, whatever the heck they want to call it, that completely. Um, I, I kind of do like the or, organic growth of food. I don't want to be eating stuff that's been reconstituted from the crew's poop. Mm. So <laughs> no, no thank you there. And then, then I kind of get, into, I don't know, a little squirrely. It's do I really want a holodeck or would it be, I think just instant communication anywhere in the universe. Mm. So if you left family somewhere, if your friends, other planets that you're visited that you could just, you know, it's just like a, a phone call, mm-hmm. simple and easy. I think that would be it. Cause I, I think if you're out exploring and doing things that could really ease a lot mm-hmm. of concerns. How about you? Oh my gosh. Thanks for asking. Um, one, I would want a holodeck on a ship for sure. Non-negotiable. Like I don't, does it run? I don't care. But does the holodeck work? I want it. I want a bar like 10 <laughs> forward or, or something like that. Even yeah. though I could have one generated within the holodeck, I still want a separate full standing, always ready bar. So if, if someone's in that holodeck, I can still go have my drink. <laughs> um, and lastly, I would yeah. like one whole deck to be like 
an arboretum with like animals and vegetation and like it doesn't have to be like food but just to have something like a biosphere uh-huh. on um, a level of the ship where you walk off and you can have different plants that you're growing you can have some animals you can have ponds you can have i think that'd be really cool that makes a lot of sense i thought about that because i was almost saying it'd be nice if you had uh like a lake shore mm. but i wasn't sure <laughs> how at all it's like well, what if you do, what if your ship does a barrel roll? Right. What, what, great what happens point. with all the water? And it's like. Mm-hmm. That's a really great point. You I have like, to have special like extra gravity sensors. Yeah. I'd make it like a rainforest cafe so. where you have like okay, birds so walking. <laughs> the thunder and lightning. So while you're, while you're drinking your nice little drink, a bird comes by, poops in your drink, <laughs> squawks by, says. Ah, ha, 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 ha. That's mm. it. All right. All right. I think we're seeing the archer part of Sarah right now. <laughs> Guilty hey. as charged. You know what? That that does it. That does it. Gosh dang it for we're our done. coverage on episode five. Unexpected. We'll be back next time chatting about episode six, Terra Nova, as we continue to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Enterprise. Until next time, remember you can subscribe to Discovering Trek by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or by heading to discoveringtrek.com. Where could our listeners find us on social media if we're ever on social media? Oh, Trek Rewind on Twitter for sure. There you go. Okay, Casey Shasky. And, you know, I, I found myself on there once a day now. Yeah, that's since fair. We're, since we're stuck inside, it's like, okay, I'll okay. give that a go. Why not? What else are you going to do? Um, and thanks for putting up with the technical difficulties we're having on this one, because I know that there's a lot of overlap. So I appreciate you all listening this long with us. So if you do enjoy what we're doing here on Discovering Trek and the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, please consider supporting us on Patreon. As a subscriber, you can get access to the unedited recordings of episodes as well as exclusive content and great subscriber reward rewards like our annual supporters pins from Fansets and our exclusive Trek Geeks Podcast Network t-shirt, among other things. We would like to take a moment to recognize the following amazing producers of Discovering Trek. We are so thankful for their support. Mike Bovia, Chaz Bradshaw, Ken Bird, Kyle Castillo, Peter Craig, Craig Ewing, Al Godwin, Jackie and Chris Hackney, Kimberly Hartman, David Hood, Tony Lambast, Lionel Mershan, Matt McGonagall, Jim McMahon, Charlie Mulvey, Sean O'Halloran, Jamie Rogers, Chris Trebuzio, Ken Tripp, Christina Werther, Jess Vachon. The senior producer of Discovering Trek is Jude Tapman. If you'd like to become a producer of Discovering Trek, or even get access to the raw audio for Discovering Trek episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash trekgeeks for all the TPLs. And until our paths cross again, two to beam out. You bet it! (laughs) (laughs) Music for Discovering Trek is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Discovering Trek is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.